0: M-I-C-A-H, Beats,
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist. With your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics, to people actually taking shits so sit back relax and enjoy the therapy session man this be dope make a motherfucker want to rap i can't rap man hold on here we go i can't rap i really can't but come sit down on the couch with us man i can't rap come to the couch enjoy the show let's go Just another day on the couch, talking about all the problems of today. That's where the hand claps go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't bring the soundboard up, but welcome back to the couch. It is another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. And I'm excited. I know y'all excited. I'm tired, but you can't tell, motherfuckers. So we're about to have a good time, man. Big shout out to my guest, my little brother last week, Ben Palmer, Palmer Trolls. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. He said he had a blast hanging out with everybody on the couch. So tonight, listen, I'm excited. I am excited. We just talked before the show and I got a guest for your ass tonight. It's going to be another Great episode, and I always say it's another beautiful Monday evening. But my guy is from down under in Australia, so it's another beautiful Tuesday morning. Welcome to the show, social worker and author Brent Sams. Yeah, g'day, mate. I had the soundboard ready. When I had to bring you on, I had to bring it on now. <laughs> what's going on, brother? How you doing this uh, Tuesday
0: morning for you,
1: Monday evening for us in the States? How you doing?
0: Yeah, good. Um, just getting ready to kick off the day. Let's go. Hey,
1: hey, that's what's up. Kick off the day with a little therapy session and talk some shit, have some fun, have some laughs, man. It's always a good time to, good thing to start the day off with. I always end my Monday with it, so it helped me wind down and get ready for the rest, rest of the week. But, you know, yeah, man. i going
0: to so, be pumped up, mate. Could be pumped up.
1: <laughs> got to. Right. Got to. All right, man. So listen, we're going to get right into it, man. You got a book called. I, I just fucking had it. I'm, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. You got a book called The Self-Care Revolution, How to Take Control of Your Well-Being. Yeah, yeah, there. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, man. So we're about to really get into it, man. So uh, I know I talked to you before. Uh, you're from Australia. I know some people might want to know how long you've been in Australia, man. How you been there your whole life?
0: Yeah, man. I grew up here. Um, as a, You know, as a, we said previously, other than a couple of overseas trips, been here for all 37 and a half years. Um, yeah, excited to... Have a chat and see where we go.
1: There we go. There we go. Now you're, you you uh, became a social worker. What made you want to be a social worker? Um,
0: this is where the therapy starts. Um, <laughs> Let's get it. Come on. So when I was thirteen, um, I was walking with my little brother to school or to catch the bus to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and i watched him get run over by a school bus
1: oh fuck!
0: Um, i'm sorry to hear that died on the spot um so what happened was i was part of the adventist church at the time um and just got a lot of help from church pastors school counselors you know ex-teachers that became social workers um and i thought the only way i can say thanks is to pay it forward Mm. um so that's what I did. I, I went and did um, some training to become a support worker for people with disabilities um, and then built on top of that and became a social worker. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the whole idea was to pay it forward because, yes, I can say thanks, but the bigger impact is going to be making other people's lives better.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I, we 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 was talking and I didn't ask that question when we was talking. And I did not expect to hear that, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I know so you probably you basically got into it to help people uh go yeah. through some of the stuff that you went through just with the grief and everything, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, and now why why did you pick uh working with you know people with disabilities though? Let me ask um, you. That.
0: It was really a weird one. I kind of fell into the role. Um, so I, I did a, it's kind of like a community college here. We call it um, TAFE, um, where you do like Cert 3, Cert 4 in a community services course. Um, so I did that and then from there, the idea is that it builds into a, a job. Um, so I applied for a few jobs um, where I grew up, which is up near the Queensland border. Um, New south wales all the way Go the blues <laughs> football mate um state of origin google it um so then couldn't find anything so then i moved down to newcastle where my now wife grew up um mm-hmm. and got a job as a, as a support worker okay uh, in like a that's a, a day program so it's kind of like a childcare center um but it's for adults with disabilities Um, You know, take them out swimming, take them to the beach, take them for a barbecue. You know, things that they're interested in, in bowling. Um, And then as, you know, built from there. So I started as a, you know, low level support worker, went to a senior support worker, which is kind of like a team leader, um, mentoring new support workers. Uh, And then went into case management, um, a little bit of child protection. Um, and then, yeah, then this is art, like. Um, the child protection was after I did my social work degree. Um, so here in Australia, you don't need a master's degree to be a licensed social worker, okay? Bachelor's four year degree. I'm one of the few lucky ones that managed to stretch a four year degree to seven and a half years. <laughs> um, ain't nothing wrong a, with that, man. It takes a special kind of person to do that. um so then yeah did a um did some child protection and and some case management and then went you know i really like the behaviors um so then what i'm doing now is uh basically a behavior therapist Mm -hmm. for people with disabilities so what i do there is look at trends in behavior look at potentially why that person is displaying that behavior and then put strategies in place for parents, um, those that are caring for that person. So it says, if you see this behaviour, your response is this. Okay. Um, so over time, the idea is that that person learns to get what they want. They don't need to display the behaviour.
1: Right. So we're
0: reducing behaviours of concern. So that's, you know, physical aggression, verbal aggression, property damage, um, absconding, so running away um trying to leave their environment so you know over time the plan is that that person learns i don't need to do that to get what i want because what i'm communicating through my behavior they're picking up on and i'm getting that response
1: right right so it's almost like you help them communicate without
0: um the the
1: behavior part
0: yeah pretty much um what i find is the majority of the behaviors are communication. Right. So what are they trying to communicate through that behavior? So if I can get, if I can teach people to pick up on what they're trying to communicate in the early early stages of the behavior, then we're not going to get to this peak behavior up here.
1: Right, right. What's going on, brother McGrew? That's my guy. He say, what's up, brother Sean Brett? You're the man. Keep up the good work.
0: trying to mate trying to
1: so transitioning from social work into being an author what made you want to write a book
0: um so part of the social work degree uh at least here in australia is there's a massive component of self-care because Mm -hmm. you know you're going into So the the majority of social workers here in Australia work for the government, whether that's in health, so in a hospital, in child protection, you're going to find stressful times during that job. You know, you're having to go in and for the child's safety, remove a child. Right. That can be stressful. So what they've done is they've gone, okay, we need to teach social workers how to take better care of themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. What I've done is I've taken that a step further and said, well, why limit that to social workers? Why not teach everybody? So what I've done is written this book. I'm also writing a, a course based on the book as well okay. as a second book that looks at teaching the general public how to take better care of themselves. Um, and this could be... Um, like the, so the the second book is around seven pillars of self care. Okay. So you're looking at like physical. So you you know being physically active. So 15 minutes of walk a, of walking a day is enough to reduce your stress levels.
1: How, and let's it, how, how many minutes? 15. 15. 15 minutes walking a day. Okay.
0: Yeah. If you can do that outside, that's even better. Right. You know, but if you've only got a treadmill or um, a stairmaster, then use that but 15 minutes of active, you know, breathing, getting your blood flowing is enough to reduce your stress. Mm. And let's face it, stress is everywhere. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and the stress could be from work, could be from family, could be financial stress, could be, I don't know, trauma that you experienced as a child. Right. Um, so it comes down to how we respond to that stress. Um, so if we can teach ourselves to respond better, then that stressful situation doesn't become a huge event um so that the areas are physical so you're being active nutrition looking after your nutrition and having better quality food rather than you you know mcdonald's seven nights a week yeah um sleep getting enough sleep what's enough sleep that, that's going to be different for everyone some people thrive on four to six hours of sleep. Right. But what they've shown is that yes, four to six is okay. But if you can get an extra hour or two, that's going to be even better. Right. So they say seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Seven Um,
1: to nine. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, If you're lucky, you get more. But what they've shown (laughs) there, what they've shown there is that if you get too much sleep, then you're adding in stress rather than taking it away.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: uh, what are the other areas? I should make this. Um, <laughs> so emotional intelligence. What What is it that – how are you able to control your emotions? And it's not don't show your emotions. It's show your emotions in an appropriate manner.
1: Right, right. Don't act out and don't lash out at people or take, yeah. some, take a bad day out on somebody else that has nothing to do with the bad day. Okay.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, being mindful. How are you – can you you know sit for five minutes and write in a journal of what your thoughts were for the day, how you responded to those thoughts? Because mm. what gets measured gets gets managed, right? Um, so part of the the process is documenting what's going on and seeing what what works for you and what doesn't, right? And everybody's going to be different. So what is considered self-care for one person might actually be a stressful situation for another person
1: for somebody else. Yeah. 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 So
0: you're looking at
1: writing this stuff down and, you know, kind of reliving it and keep going through it. And then it's there when they look into it to write something else down and they look back at yesterday and say, Oh damn, you know? So yeah.
0: Yeah. So looking at introverts and extroverts, they're, you know, different personalities, right? An introvert, their self-care is going to be at home alone, you know, maybe under a blanket watching a movie on Netflix. Okay. Where an extrovert, that's their that's their stressful situation because they're, they're wanting that engagement with people. Right. they wanting to talk to someone. So their self-care would be going out and talking to someone, like physically face-to-face with someone. Right. Um. Because then that gets that need met. Okay. So everyone's different um and everyone will have list of self-care strategies that work for them Mm -hmm. that may not work for someone else Hmm. um like the biggest one i find is people say coffee is not like you know drinking coffee is not a self-care strategy because what it does is it increases your blood flow because of the caffeine yeah the caffeine Uh excuse me while i have a coffee um for me Coffee is a self-care because I grind my own beans. I have a French press and I make my own coffee.
1: Oh, so, so you fancy with your coffee, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's called an addiction, mate. An addiction. <laughs> so for me, it's a sensory process. Like I've got the smell of the the beans grinding, the the sense, the, the auditory of the beans grinding. It's then the steeping of the coffee in the French press that mm-hmm. you know the hot water extracts the oils gives off a a scent so for me it's all of that built into one it's five minutes away from work where I can go okay I just need five minutes to myself
1: right right
0: um so you know close the laptop put the phone on silent don't talk to anyone because I work from home right so that's my self-care six seven times a day nice nice
1: so what was the process of even, you know, writing the book? Like, did it take you a while to get to the point of, you know, getting these self-care, you know, pillars and, you know, just talking about the self-care?
0: Um, so actually, I had a, a very bad self-care training that I um, offered a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, it was really rushed. It was, you know, not well thought out. And I was talking to a fellow social worker who does behaviour support as well. Um, And she suggested, you know, write a book, do a course. Um, So this book took me about three days to write. Really? Um, So what I did was just had an outline of what I wanted to talk about and then just under each topic, just wrote.
1: Nice. Um,
0: And if it's something that you're passionate about, something that you, you know, you know a bit about, it's going to come easy. Right. Um, where if you're trying to write something that you don't know about, it's like me trying to go and write, I don't know, something about plants. I've got no idea. Um, so, you know, building on your strengths and everyone has different strengths. So let's build on the strengths that you do have so that what, you, what you're what you less strong in doesn't become an issue. Okay. So for me, it was all the planning in how to write the book of what, what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. That was a bit of an issue because I, I hated it at uni was this was your assignment, go and write it. And you go, you sit there for two days going, mm, what i write about. Right. Where for here it was, I know it. This is what I do. This is, this is what I've done. And it was more around putting my thoughts into a book rather than, you know, going back to literature and going, okay, this is what self-care is. Right. Because it's what works for me. Right. what works for me might also work for someone else
1: right and then even if it doesn't like even if every step doesn't work for another person they might be able to take some of the steps and it actually help them
0: yeah even or if, that one's all of them or that one step that doesn't work that might jog something in their memory and go okay this doesn't work but this does right so let's try that one
1: okay nice it's, it's
0: kind of like, you know going back to for the behaviour support that I do, I provide a list of strategies for parents and carers. Mm. And there might be 15 strategies that at some point have worked to de-escalate behaviours. Well, if that if your client is in, you know, really peak behaviours, you work your way through the list of, of strategies. What works today may not work tomorrow. So it's just a matter of repeats through that list of strategies that work. There's your strategy for so self-care.
1: Nice, nice. So, so I'm assuming since you've been in, you know, the social work and you know, and the self care for so long, it didn't come, uh, it it wasn't hard, you know. I'm saying to come up with these, uh, with the book and you know, the self care products and stuff like that. Now, I did see on your uh, website that you have like a 30 day self care challenge. Tell us us a little bit about that.
0: So this is designed for people that you know, may be new to self-care or that know of self-care, like they've Googled, they, they know the term, but don't actually mm-hmm. know what it is. So the idea of that was here's a list of things, like you do one thing a day and it's going to meet the, the seven pillars of self-care. Mm-hmm. um So, you know, today it might be go for a 15-minute walk outside. Tomorrow it might be sit and meditate, dip, some deep breathing exercises, in through the nose, out through the mouth, what that does is breathing in through your nose reduces your heart rate, reduces your stress, but breathing in through your mouth actually increases your stress. So by breathing in through your nose, it doesn't really matter if you breathe out through your mouth or nose, it's the intake that is the effect. Wow. So for 15 minutes tomorrow, you might sit and do some deep breathing exercises. The next day it might be, you know, look at your retirement plans and say, okay, can I juggle this around, move things around to get a better outcome?
1: Okay.
0: What that does is that then reduces the financial stress for when you retire. Mm. Um, you know, the different strategies. So you, each day you do something at the end of the at the end of the month, um, you doc, you document what you're doing throughout the, the month. So you get a, a book and just journal how that felt for the day. Right. There's also a self-care assessment, which is free uh, on the website. So what you do is you go in and complete the self-care assessment. And then, you know, in three months time, you might go and do it again. Look at the improvements that you've made. Does that influence your response to stresses?
1: Oh, okay. I like that. So... The walking, I know you, you brought that up a couple of times. So do you actually continue to follow your own self-care practices on a daily basis, like during the 15-minute walk a
0: day? I try to. <laughs> um, physical exercise is not something that I'm keen on doing. Um, mm-hmm. So I, when I was in high school, I was playing 15 games of basketball a week. Oh, um, Okay. You know, for the school men's A grade, I was, you know, 14 at the time playing A grade men's basketball. um, Representative basketball. So my knees are shot. Um, So physical exercise for me isn't great. And you could probably tell I love to eat. Um, (laughs) But there's other things that I can do. Like I can, you know, it it might not be the exercise. It might be I've got two kids under six running around with those for 10 minutes. That's the physical exercise there. Right, um, you know, sleep. Yeah, two kids under six. <laughs> um, doesn't you always. Kids,
1: have... you're lucky if you get five. Right, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, and the idea is you do it daily. That like you do something every day, mm-hmm. but it's not something that should be a task. It should be fun, built into your day. And in the short term, if you need to plan it out okay, okay, for these 10 minutes, I'm going to do this. And then over time, you just learn to build that into your day without scheduling it in.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this. So what, what's more rewarding? Um, helping people figure out how to communicate with, you know, a, a disabled child or helping somebody, you know, take care of they self, do the self-care? Or are they equal? Um,
0: for me, it's equal. It's helping. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reward for me is seeing the positive change in someone's life, whether that's through self-care or through behavior support. Mm-hmm. But. To be able to teach someone to take care of themselves so that they can take better care of someone else, that's Mm. the reward.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: You can't take care of someone else effectively if you're not taking care of yourself first.
1: That's true. That is true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you say you got two kids in the house under six?
0: Yeah. Well, six, yeah, and three. Six and
1: three. Oh, yeah. You got your hands full. I got a
0: four-year-old.
1: Yeah, so. She's not here today, but oh my gosh, she'd have been, definitely came and said hi already. But woo, it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot, and I, I get it, you know. So sometimes when we, when we get a chance to sleep in, I, I try to take advantage of that. And she'd be like, "Daddy, I want to, Daddy, I'm ready to get up now. Let's let's get a couple more minutes, and then she'll well, go. What's she sleeping? She'll, she'll say, oh, okay," and then go back to sleep, get some more sleep. <laughs> Because they're growing at that age anyway. So, you know, sleep helps them grow. Yeah. It helps me, you know, not beat them up as much, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> helps you take self care so there you, go. you can take better care of her.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Nice. Nice. So, I know you said um, you're uh, in the process of writing another book, correct? Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then you said in the process of
1: doing something else too.
0: So based on this first book, I'm writing a training course where I go into in-depth, um, kind of going to be like in this situation where I'm talking to a computer, okay. um, but it will be recorded and put online so that people can purchase it.
1: Okay. Um,
0: going more into detail around the self-care practices of the book um, and then teaching you know, how to incorporate those self-care strategies more into your life. Um But the second book, um, I've kind of done a George Lucas and a Star Wars in that the first book is actually the second book. Okay. Um, Okay. So the the second book is more around what the seven pillars of self-care are um, and how to incorporate each of those pillars into your self-care routine. Mm -hmm. So on the self-care assessment, it's talking about the pillars that aren't mentioned in the first book. Well, because that's kind of from the second book right so yeah you, you do the assessment you look at the pillars if you know what the pillars are you, you can go okay I know what these ones are you f- go back to the, the books mm. these is how I can improve the, that pillar and then in a month to three months time however long is between the the assessments that you take well then you can see the improvement for that pillar okay Nice. And, if and you're, know, not gonna find, you're not going to find a high level across all pillars because, mm-hmm. you know, some months are going to be less, less physical and more emotional, where some months you might have a really emotional month and you just can't seem to get yourself up for that emotional pillar, but your physical might come back up and, and actually go higher.
1: Right.
0: So it's what works for you at that time.
1: Okay. All right. And Couchers, if you want to check out the book or uh, even do the free self-care assessment, you can go to this website, selfcarezone.gumroad.com. Make sure you check it out. You can also pick up a copy of the book. I'm telling you, I got a copy, and I'm going to start reading it here tonight after the podcast. I've been mean, so so crazy. I, I my, my self-care right now is... You know, uh, hanging out with my daughter, like, while she – I'll sit there on the trampoline while she jumps for hours.
0: Kids uh, are insane. Oh. They'll jump for hours. Huh? Where do you get the – energy? where do kids get the energy from?
1: I do not know, but she has so much energy. She'll be flipping on, like, in the wintertime, she'll flip on the couch, jump on the couch, and then summertime, nope, let's go to the trampoline. We'd have, yep. we'd have been at a trampoline where I was pitch dark outside, and it was nothing but lightning bugs lightning it up. And i have her jumping out there because, like, you about to get rid of this energy <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so we can go to sleep. But, yeah, that, that's like my self-care, hanging out with her. Uh, playing softball is, is pretty cool. Got self-care. And then, you know, being on stage, man, I think that is, like, my true um, – just my, my go-to place where I, I can just forget about everything and just go have fun and not worry about a thing and just – and just do me so but i do need to pick up some other self-care tips and some other self-care activities so i'm definitely go check the book out i just not had enough time to make sure i get myself carrying man as far as just reading the book and um so yeah so i like i said i know you got the you know the second book coming out and you're working on that that tutorial pretty much uh what what else what's next for you as you know as a social worker and and an author Are you go try to like maybe do, you know, make more books after this other book or after the tutorial or are you trying to like get to another level in social work? Like what's what's your next step?
0: Um, I think for me the next step is to, well, one thing I've noticed is that especially in the disability space there's mm-hmm. not really anything in terms of professional boundaries training. Okay. So you know, support workers might be, you know, discussing things at the workplace in front of clients that shouldn't be discussed.
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And that's not just that's not just going to be in the disability space. It's going to be in anything, you know, retail and office space, anything.
1: In nursing. I heard a lot of nurses. Yeah. Uh, other yeah. Than nurses talking shit about patients. So yeah. I know yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think the next thing for me is going to be looking at that's um, professional boundaries training um, and maybe a book around that. Um, Cause you know, you hear about professional boundaries, but what are they? Right. No, no one has anything that, that you can learn from mm. until HR pulls in and goes, no, you cross professional boundaries. Eh? Yeah,
1: you violated this one, I'm writing you up and you're getting fired. <laughs>
0: yeah, but hang yeah. on. You haven't taught me what the professional boundaries yeah. are.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: Nice. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking down that way. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. All right, man. More
0: holistic. Okay. Because then if, you know, if you're maintaining professional boundaries and you're doing self-care, you're protecting yourself two ways,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that you don't bring on that other stress from other people. Nice, nice. All right, Couchers, Brett,
1: Sams, everybody. Oh my gosh, man. That De- definitely interesting. I know. Uh, hold on. Did I turn my volume all the way down? It won't let me clap for you. There you go. Grant <laughs> Sam's, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, make sure you, make sure you go to the website, man. Make sure you check out his stuff, man. Definitely some good stuff in the works coming down the pipeline. Make sure you check out the book. Make sure you make sure you check take, take the free self care. What, what is it?
0: assess self-care assessment
1: yeah take that self-care assessment man because like you got to take care of yourself because if you ain't taking care of yourself ain't nobody else gonna do it and then you ain't gonna be here so you gotta make and sure you can't take
0: it. you can't take effective care of other people either
1: absolutely absolutely so make sure you check that out and uh he's not going nowhere that's just you know the end of the the interview process you know jumping into his life you know we go get into the rest of the show as you know i like to start last week i didn't do it because. Uh my, my guest was a part of the recap, and so we had kind of touched on it a little bit, but we always like to do a recap on what happened to us during this weekend or anything like that. How was your weekend, man? Everything was good. What'd you do? Yeah, it was good.
0: Um, I actually took Friday off as a self-care day.
1: Hey, there we go.
0: Um <laughs> yeah. Nice three-day weekend. Gotta practice what you preach. There you go. <laughs> so you know. Took the kids rock climbing, you know, indoor rock climbing. Okay. So, you know, social, um, emotional, physical, meeting the pillars there. there you um, go. Saturday, oh, I went and, uh, So my father-in-law owns a 36-acre farm with cows on it. Okay. So I went and, help, went and helped him do some fencing. Uh, and then Sunday, pulled my smoker out and did, did some pulled pork. Hey, oh, man,
1: you got to send me some. I know it's going to be. It's probably gonna it's be longer old by the time we get here from Australia, but man, that sounds good right now. Some I'll pork. send it in the mail. Oh my gosh. Oh, poor pork is so good. Man, that is nice. That's nice. Yeah, what I, I
0: think huh? What did you get up to? Uh
1: no, nothing much really. Uh, you know, Friday I end up uh dropping little mama off to her mom on Friday. She's there for the week because uh uh i I told her, you know, during the summertime when she's not in school, I let her get her for a whole week uh, once, you know, once a month for a week. So uh, that this is her week uh, that I, you know, let little mama go over there, missing the hell out of her. But, you know, talk to her every day, twice a day on the phone. So uh, so dropped her off, uh, had softball. Uh, we actually had fun at softball, but we did get our ass whooped. Um, and it's funny because I kind of like revamped the team a little bit. And uh, the team we played, it got their ass whooped the week prior. uh, And they're one of the better teams in the league. So I already knew it was going to be like, if we didn't hit as much as they was hitting, we was going to lose. And we hit, we just didn't hit as much as they did. You know, they just was hitting everywhere. So, but it was still fun. I had a good time. Uh, Then actually went to, uh, I call her my little sis, uh, Miss KT. I went by uh, one of her friends' house. Uh, Cause she was uh, celebrating a new a new gig that she got, and they was playing had like a little game night or whatever, and they were playing Scattergories, uh, which is a game that is you know it's all right, but the one I didn't like about it because it's certain certain questions that you have that's already the questions, but then they pick a letter and then you got to ask ask answer those questions with that letter being the first letter of everything, and one of the questions was uh, a car part. And I should have got this because like I like recently had this happen in my car and nobody got it. But one guy, he said knock sensor. And I'm like, yep, you, he right. Yeah, I said, that's 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 a car part. All right. But it was like color with a K. There's no color with a K. So it was like I told everybody I was like these four numbers should nobody have nothing for because it doesn't exist. But, you know, had a good time. Saturday when helped out, uh, I umpired a charity tournament for a friend of mine, that was pretty cool. I had some uh, fun that, doing that, and then uh, hung out with my girl uh, Saturday night. Uh, she took me to dinner for my birthday. And then uh, yesterday, uh, ran into a Karen. Uh, I won't get too deep into it. It was, it was stupid, but it, it was irritating. But I ended up uh, picking up some umpiring games uh, yesterday and then it, out of nowhere, it wasn't no rain in sight, no rain in the radar, and it started raining, and it started hailing, and it got real dark, and the wind was crazy, and I got soaked. And but you know, it was all in all, it was still a good weekend. Now we're here on Monday, man. You know, talking to Brett Sam. So you know,
0: <laughs> you made it through. You're on, on to the, back on the, the scheduled week.
1: Yeah, man, back to the scheduled week, man. Yep. So uh, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. Um, so yeah, let's go to that next topic. What we got next, the childhood memories, one childhood memory or childhood memory. Uh, let me think. I know last week I used a good one, uh, this week. Um, okay. So yeah, I got a childhood memory that I want to do today. I I done did so much. I've been doing this show almost three years. So I didn't need a lot of childhood memories, but, um, my childhood memory this week is going to be about, when one of my best friends, uh, Jay Luke, uh, uh, so he was driving without a license in his mom's car. His mom used to always let him get the car, even though he ain't had no license, right? And we like 16, maybe I was 17. I think I was still 16 though, but I had my license. And it was me, him, and another guy. Uh, I happened to be in the back seat because the other guy called Shotgun or was with him earlier or whatever. We're riding by to go to the store and to go to the store in our neighborhood you had to go by the police station so we go to the store uh i pick up some shells because you know i got some weed we go smoke or whatever and so we now we gotta ride back by the police station so we ride back by the police station and it was a cop car coming up and my friend that was driving j Luke, looked at the cop the cop looked at him and he instantly got scared so he pulled in the driveway real fast like across the street from the fire station and pulled in and so like the cop and like rolled by or whatever and uh went down to the stop sign and made a right and it was a house right there so you know we thinking he gone and i tell i tell my friend i say hey I'm going to get out the car and go knock on these people's door. And he said, why? I say, because I'm going to knock on their door so it can give us time because I got this feeling. And he like, no, man, you don't need no one, blah, blah, blah. We just go pull out. The cop left, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, whatever. So he go to back out the driveway. He riding back down. That same cop at busted a U.E. after he passed that house and ended up turning and seeing us. And, of course, first thing he did was bust another Yui so he can pull us over. Because he looked – I mean, my friend looked suspicious because he looked scared for no reason. Like, just drive the car like you got some sense. Like, he wasn't doing nothing crazy. But – so we get pulled over. My friend pulling the part, uh, pulling the driveway real fast. He We get pulled over. And I got weed on me. So instantly – and I had some windbreakers on. I windbreakers and a T-shirt. So instantly I go in my pocket to grab my weed and put it in my drawers, right? Put it in my underwear. Because I'm like, I'm not about to go to jail for something my friend did driving. He really wasn't driving stupid, but just being paranoid and scared and then not listening to me. I'm not going to jail for that. So I instantly did that. The cop instantly comes to my door and was like, what are you doing? What did you put in your, you know, what what did you put in your uh, pants? What are you hiding? Blah, 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 and all this. And so, uh, he takes me out of the car and starts to search me. So he's patting me down. He don't feel nothing, but like my keys and a couple of dollars that I had in my pocket. And he's like, where is it? Where is it? I know you put something there. And so he's like, what's that? And I'm like, uh, that's my pelvic bone that you are touching on. Like, like, what, what do you want? Like, you know, He's like, I know you did something. I seen you moving back there, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? You know, because he couldn't find nothing because it was in my drawers. Like, so, so he let, you know, saying he like let me get back in the car. And so now he's messing with my friend. He's like, license and registration. So, of course, my friend doesn't have a damn license. So he ended up going to jail for driving without a license. But the cop let me drive his mom's car back to her house because i had a license but us being kids we don't want to go to because we call her mama luke we didn't want to go to the house without him and we in a car <laughs> so we call one of our friends to say hey you know such and such in jail you think you can you know bail, help, help us bail him out and he like man you better call his mama <laughs> So lo and behold, we had to go go back to mama's house and she was pissed. She was mad. She got him out of jail or whatever. He really ain't not get in trouble for it. But still, it was like we went through all that just because he wouldn't let me get out and go knock on these people's door. I did not know. But it didn't matter to me because I would have sparked up a conversation. I would have told him I'm like, uh, you know, doing a survey or something. It didn't even matter. Like I would have. I would have literally made up something. So that is my childhood memory for this week. I was doing stupid shit and him going to jail for it.
0: So we all did stupid shit as, as kids, didn't we? Oh, yeah. That was a fun time to do stupid shit. Yeah. No phones. You couldn't, you know, there
1: was no evidence that you did it. No, not at, not at all. Like we didn't have cell phones back when I was a kid. Like, no. No, we, we ain't had cell phones till I was in my 20s. I think, well, no, it was a cell phone in my car, in my parents' car, one of them big ass block phones that you would take yep. in the house with you, and it was like $5 a call, and I would ride around and fake like I was on the phone, but I wouldn't use that shit. Like, No one could know? afford it. Hell no. Nah. Nobody could afford it. That was emergency, emergency only. Yeah. we would go to a payphone and use it, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The kids I'm these days wrecking. don't know what a payphone is.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we, <laughs> me and my girlfriend was talking about pay phones the other day watching this show. Like, where can we find a pay phone at? I was like, maybe a bus station? So, because they're they scarce. I don't even know where pay phones are at right now. That was the closest yeah. I to think of on where a pay phone might be. So,
0: But, you know, back in the 90s, they used to be on every street corner.
1: Every. Yeah. Every street corner, yes. And now it's McDonald's. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Brett, give me a childhood memory. Give me a funny one, man. You you kind of messed my head up with the first one you gave me.
0: (laughs) Uh, Um I've actually got a couple, so you know Okay, go ahead. Um we used to go camping every Easter um at this really nice caravan park on the river. Um, so it was mom, dad, my three brothers, and me. Um you know, just for the weekend over Easter, so four days, um, fishing, swimming, barbecue, everything, just to get away from life for a, mm-hmm. a, couple, of, a couple of days. Um, and there was one time where, you know, I think I was, my little brother was four, maybe five. And he putting in his fish, it was almost the size of him. Um, he was really happy with it. Uh, and, you know, nice. it tasted really good. um so for me camping was the the weekend away okay so you know everything was tied around camping or being outdoors or um everything so yeah that that was a a fond fond childhood memory of me was going camping um but later on in life around you know 2001 2002 um i was i grew up in lismore which is up near the queensland border okay um near byron bay if you know the area um and that was at the time the second biggest area out in the state for illegal street racing oh um i didn't have a license at the time because i was only 15 but yes i was i was you know part of that group would nice. drive drive around town do laps and find you know someone that you want to race and you go out of town have a have a drag race and come back into town um even a couple of cops joined in um the story was that there was a, a um an undercover cop who had a volkswagen beetle like the old style like yeah. 70s 70s model volkswagen beetle but he had a porsche 911 motor put in it oh wow and he'd line up he, he'd go yeah oh uh, he, yeah, a yeah. Porsche
1: 911 in it yeah yeah, you think yeah. it's some old beat up beetle, but he got something hidden in the trunk. I mean, in the, yeah, you know, in, in, no, the in the trunk
0: is right. No, it's, yeah. it's in the boot. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's a
1: beetle. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the so apparently the the guy that designed the beetle also designed the nine eleven, so it was literally a bolt out, bolt in. They fit it in right. so right. easy fit. So yeah, he'd he'd join in. Apparently, or, you know, allegedly,
1: You're right? <laughs> and he wouldn't bust any of y'all because he was in he was in the racing. Yeah. Nice. Now, yeah, where that... did you get your car from when you was fifteen? Did you have your parents' car and you was drag racing with your parents' car?
0: No, my brother, old, older brother. Okay. okay. He had a um, a VL Holden Commodore, so it's
1: oh.
0: rear wheel drive, three liter V six. Okay. Um, similar motor to what's in the R thirty four r33 skylines okay uh in a rear wheel drive family car nice nice
1: what's up all right all right let's go on to my one of my favorite subjects of the show flowers while they're still here uh we like to give people flowers while they're still here instead of being conditioned like so many of us are to give people flowers while they're dead and gone Uh, My flowers are actually going to go to uh, my friend's family, uh, Pete. Uh, My guy Pete passed away a couple weeks ago, and I want to give flowers to his wife and his brother, uh, Tony and Nadal. Um, Because when I met Pete, he was, you know, Lebanese guy, thick accent. And I always told people I I spoke fluent uh, Pete after knowing him for almost 15 years and just his wife was such a sweetheart we used to always give her shit about how did you end up married so long to pete crazy ass and she, and she would just be like i don't know i you know i just tell him to shut up you know <laughs> and then tony was always a stand is is always a stand-up guy always stuck up for me uh when pete would be yelling and talking shit, you know but Uh, Just them two, man, just uh, being such genuine people. And I know they went through a difficult time. Lou, You know, uh, Tony lost his best friend, his brother. And then Nadal, she lost her best friend and her husband, Pete. So I know they were going through it. But just to see them, you know, keep pushing and, you know, keep uh, having Pete's memory at the forefront of everything. uh, They definitely uh, deserve some flowers for way you know, the way, the way they uh, handled themselves. Cause I know it is a very difficult time uh, in those situations. So Pete, uh, excuse me, Tony and Nadal, you guys are getting your flowers today.
0: <laughs> Brett, who do you wanna get your flowers to brother? Mate, first off, I wanna start with the, uh, the concept of this. Um, it's great. Why, why do we wait until people have passed away before we appreciate them. Right, yeah. Um, so m- mine today would be my best mate. Um, I've known him since I was three, so it's going on 35 years. Um, we lived around a corner from each other. Um, every summer we'd be out riding bikes. Mm. Um, this is back in the days before social media. If you want to know where someone was, look for their bike. Yep. And you remember, okay, that's their bike. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, you remember what cars look like now? Yeah, you know, that's my mate's car. Yeah, back in the nineties, it was that's my mate's bike. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um. You know, we we're always around his place, or he was at around at our place. Um. You know, trampolines. And, um. There was one time I was we were walking downtown, uh, because I grew up on, I guess you'd call it the highway. Um, and there was a a Ute or what Americans would call a truck coming towards us, and the guy in the passenger seat's thrown out a firework out the window at us. Oh shit! And I, I saw it. It was only a little one. Um, yeah, okay. And I saw it, and I said bang, and he goes what? And then it's gone off, and he's jumped like he's taken off. He didn't didn't know what happened. It was it was good. Oh shit! yeah. Uh, he probably probably wouldn't even remember that, but I do. I remember that one. Nice. Yeah, best mate's name is Aiden. Um, hey. He was my best man at my wedding. Um, okay. Been with me for, yeah, as I said, since about the age of three, we've known each other. So really good, solid bloke. Um, always answered the phone if I need to, and he'll call me. Um, he's been through some situations himself, and. Yeah, I'm always here for a chat for him as well. So, yeah, good, mate.
1: All right. Well, Aiden, you are getting your flowers today, brother. Mike Marcello, man. Hey, thanks for tuning in, man. He said, I love your podcast. I listen wearing my Princess Leah wig, Crocs, and Hello Kitty Thong. My guy. Hey, as long as you listening, I don't care what you're wearing. You can be butt-ass naked listening to me. As long as you listen, baby, that's all that matters. So thank you. Listening, thank you.
0: having fun, and laughing.
1: There you go. That's what counts. That's what counts.
0: <laughs> and no photos.
1: <laughs> he said no photos. That's hilarious. All right. So we're going to uh, get into one topic before we go to our one and only sponsor break. So I was listening to this the other day, and I had to bring it up. I'm switching it up, though, on you, Brett. So, if, if when that list I gave you, I'm switching them. So, yep. I heard this and I want to run it by the couches, the people are, that are listening right now, and, and you, Brett. So, it's this couple. The wife had cancer, right? Had cancer for, I think it was seven years, right? And the husband stayed and helped her through it and everything. She beat cancer. Kudos. That's that's a blessing. That's, that's huge. Everything. Um, and but she told her husband, since she beat cancer, she wants to sleep with her co-worker. And I was like, wait, what? And so it was like this big debate about it on should the husband let her do it, like and the other debate was is she wrong for bringing this up like saying well since i beat cancer like i faced death and you know i got through it so now i want to sleep with one of my co-workers uh my thoughts on that is like "Bitch, is you crazy like what do you mean like hold on like so you beat cancer and you beating cancer make you want to cheat on me after i've been here that whole time holding your hand being there for every chemo treatment and being by your side didn't leave didn't cheat didn't like you know kill you myself because you know that's a stressful time in anybody's life especially you know the spouse's life as well um and she wanted to sleep with the co-worker so it's like as the husband i'd have been like uh yeah, you can sleep with the you can sleep with the coworker, sign these damn divorce papers, and I'm taking you for every motherfucking thing. Like what what the fuck? Like what kind of shit is that, man? Brett, what's your thoughts on that one, man? Cause like I was like, my head was like,
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same. Like, you know, he's stuck with you through everything. Um but my my first thing was to steal a line from a famous Australian movie, tell her she's dreaming. Right,
1: <laughs> right. Um,
0: you know he's you know the part of this could be is it just a fantasy that she's got and she's just communicating that or is it something that she actually wants to do there's a difference between a fantasy and what you want to become reality um so whether it's i i think the biggest thing here would be communication find out what the what's behind it talk about right. it is it's just yeah. something that they can do like role play together themselves or is it something that she actually wants to do
1: right right yeah yeah she need to do some uh self-care and not um yeah speak somebody else, you know, play with yourself. Yeah. Like, you put a, like if the guy bald, he can put a wig on or something, shave his beard or something, or shave his mustache.
0: Self-care <laughs> is a flaw.
1: like, what the fuck? Carol yeah. say, shaking my damn head. Lisa, what's up, baby? She say, uh, this is gonna sound awful. Uh, but it sure sounds like she's using cancer as an excuse. Hey, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, It does,
1: because like, so now you want to use cancer as an excuse, like, but you waited until after you beat cancer to bring this up. Like, like if you like, you know, God forbid, you, you know, because like, of course, uh, everything is going to go through your mind in this situation when you got cancer. You know, you uh, people assume they're worse, you know, so they assume, you know, they're not going to make it or whatever. So why didn't she say, hey, like, I might not make it. Uh, can we, you know, bring somebody to the bedroom, you know, a male, and then I'll let you bring a female to the bedroom, you know, just in case I don't make it, you know, like this, but after beating it and after being in remission for so long, you say like, you want to sleep with your coworker? Like, that's crazy. Kara also said, uh, she's already cheating. Hey, that's what I think too. I think she said that to say. Well, I already, you know, slept with him, but I just want to let you know, like, hey, I want to sleep with my co-worker. You know what I'm saying? Because it seemed like she already did it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Kara yeah. also said, hell no, she already
0: fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, damn serious. Sticking yeah. approval after the fact.
1: And that's 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 what it almost seems like. It's like yeah, she wants to get approval after the fact because she probably did something. You know, thinking she was gonna pass away or something like that, uh, and you know, cheated. So I don't know if she's like trying to get back again, like do it again, or just the simple fact of, you know, hey, I thought I was dying. You know, uh, you know, I messed up, but I thought I was dying, so I slept with my coworker. Like, but still, it's like that. Don't to me that just don't make no sense to me. You know,
0: I think you know, moving forward, (laughs) the first thing would be. Get your ass into therapy, both yeah. of you, and talk about it that way. You know, find someone that's, you know, going to help, and as someone that's not linked to either party, find someone who's, you know, impartial. Yeah, and have a have a chat. You know, find out what the what's driving this. It could be that, as Carol said, she's already already slept with him and just looking for approval afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it just something that she wants to try? Is it? Who knows but, you know, a good communications data.
1: Yeah, got to, got to. Kara also said, fucking guilty ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then she gonna say she missed the real ding dong, like what <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely need to go to counseling together. Um, I mean, if she really wanted to do all that, she better tell them, like, hey, let's, you know, maybe get into the lifestyle and be a swinger or whatever, but Like how she, I I just don't understand why she would bring this up now after after beat like so. This imagine if she didn't cheat, right? So imagine she didn't cheat, like at all, didn't sleep with this guy, but wants to sleep with him now. Like, but why bring it up now since you beat cancer? Like, I don't get why bring it up now when you beat something that was so deadly or could be so deadly, and you it's. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you want to get a pass or something. Like, because, you know, you know, everybody, like, well, not everybody, but, you know, you got couples that'd be like, oh, you know, I got this, you know, this cheat pass. If this certain celebrity ever comes around or whatever, and, you know, and they know they bullshit and they know they ain't going to never meet this person at all. But they, you know, got like this, you know, secret cheat pass with a celebrity. You know how that well everybody don't know how it go but you've heard of it, right? Hall pass. Yeah, the hall pass. The hall pass. Yes. So but like people use that just like not like I mean as a joke and they know it's never going to happen but just like you know something to fantasize about I guess every now and then but why like why bring that up and why is the coworker the hall pass? Like what
0: the mm. fuck? Yeah. It's like I saw a um, a picture a while ago It was talking about, you know, a couple having a hall pass, and hers was, you know, Brad Pitt and all their celebrities, and his was your sister, your best friend. Like, you know, keep it reality.
1: Say, my hall pass is real people, motherfuckers, because I can see them. (laughs) Carol also said, ain't no wanting to try. She already drove the stick. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! But yeah, that's definitely something I wanted to discuss and wanted to break down. I don't know why, like y'all, y'all are here. To the next topic, and I, I'll talk about it on the next topic. But like, I don't know why they came up like this back to back on the same episode. But it's it's what I wanted to talk about today. But uh, like, put your put your other thoughts in the chat if you didn't chime in. Uh, But this is a great time to take our one and only sponsor break, y'all. We'll be right back with more Brett Sam's, more Gist Therapy. And y'all know I'm your host, SB, and I'm taking us the break, baby. Man, I love me some pizza, y'all. And I got the best place for you, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. They got two locations and two more on the way. First location is in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, on Bailey Road, 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls. Phone number is 330-928-2222. They also got another location in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. That address is 325 South Main Street, Akron. Phone number is 330-849-5707. Best part about the downtown location is the beer wall. I like to call it the Dave and Buster's of beer because they got 36 glorious taps with wine, ales, IPAs, lagers, whatever you can think of is on this wall. And you go in there, you put money on the card, you walk up to the tap, put the card next to the tap and pour as much beer as your heart desires, man it is just so good when it hits your lips is just so good and the best part about twisted tomato pizzeria is they cater to your taste buds and a lot of people say sb what do you mean by that i mean they cater to your taste buds whatever you order you can customize it to your liking i'm a cheeseless uh, person i no cheese extra sauce man that's how i get my pizzas that's how i get my calzones That's how I get my meatball subs, whatever it is, no cheese, extra sauce. Even with a salad, I say, no cheese, extra sauce. And they'd be like, what is dressing? I don't care, extra sauce. And that first bite, every time it'd be, "Mm, mm, bitch, like it's just so delicious, man. It's great. Make sure you check them out. And when you call and order some food, you let them know you listen to Just Therapy, the podcast. And you get a ten percent discount. Ten percent is better than nothing, and it's a discount. Everybody loves discounts, not just black people, not just white people, not just Puerto Rican people. Everybody love a good discount. So I'm telling you, check them out, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Brad keeps saying he's the owner. He keeps saying he go change the saying to. Mm, mm, but i think he's scared he's scared he's scared he's scared because i'm telling you that'd be the best slogan ever but he has a slogan it's if this pizza it's possible twisted tomato pizzeria check them out and we are back i still ain't found that damn uh I still ain't found that damn thing on my uh, soundboard. It sucks. I, I missed the air horn, man. I missed the air horn. But we're back. Just, uh, Just Therapy the Podcast is back. And we still got my guest, Brett Sams, in the building. <laughs> Sorry for everybody watching live. That was a, you know. A little longer than normal break. Usually I can run, and even with my daughter, I can usually run to the bathroom, do what I need to do real quick. But I was dragging, and I wanted some something else to drink. So, and I needed more juice from my vape. So, we played both commercials twice back to back. But Spotify, y'all don't know nothing about. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about, Spotify listeners, because you ain't gonna hear none of it. So, <laughs> hey, you gotta love, gotta love the digital after the fact, right, Brett?
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Hey, so let's get back into the show, man. Here goes the next topic. I'm telling y'all. I don't know why it is about crazy-ass wives, y'all. Crazy-ass wives. I got another crazy-ass wife story. It should be crazy, funny, fucked-up wives story on this one. That's what it should be, these two. So listen, husband refuses to use his work bonus to loan money to his wife's brother, and now she won't speak to him. Like, I don't get it. Like, how's she gonna get pissed? Because he won't, like, use his shit. Like, it's crazy. So listen, a man recently upset his wife when he refused to lend her brother a large sum of money so he could buy a house in China. Like, what does the price of tea in China Have to do with buying a house in China. Like, that's what I want. (laughs) But the wife had wanted her husband to use his work bonus money to help her overseas brother, but insisted that he would be paid back, right? Here's what the husband had to say about their disagreement. He said, I asked, I was asked by my wife uh, about the bonus I recently received for. Uh, from work this year. When I told her about what I got, she asked me if I could loan her $10,000 since she's never asked me for something like this before. So he should have known when she says since she's never asked me for something like this before, he should have known it was some bullshit about to come up. He said, I asked what it was for. She said it was to help her brother buy a house and she would give him the loan and she would pay me back in monthly installments of thousand dollars. Her brother lived abroad in China and wanted to buy a home in that country. His sister wanted to help him out. The man had several questions about this agreement, including whether it was a gift, how the money would be sent, when the house would be purchased and when would the brother uh, when the brother would repay the loan. The wife assured him it wasn't a gift and that her brother would pay him back eventually, but no clear timeline was given. The husband said, I was really concerned that her brother might not pay her back. And I told her as much. My big concern is that he'll pull a you're married to a rich American. (laughs) shit, And so I don't want to have to pay you back Line on her. There's no real recourse if he doesn't. And I don't think that they're really uh, that close. Uh, he was especially concerned since they lived in two different countries. And he had been burned by lending money to friends and family in the past. What are your guys' thoughts? Hold on. Carol said she's special. Then she said, yeah, okay. Uh, and then she said, eventually. Yeah, Like that, that whole damn story is... Uh, a crock of shit, though. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Since I've never asked you for anything like this before, let me borrow 10000 to give to my brother so he can buy a house in China. And then she said she will pay him back. But then she kept, turned around and said the brother would pay him back. So who the fuck was gonna pay him back the money? That one? <laughs> right! Like what in the fuck was they thinking Carol Carol's right that's some bullshit Brett what do you think of this story man like is he wrong for
0: saying no no, <laughs> no I don't think he's wrong at all no um I, I kind of get it a little bit because you know there's some different borrowing rules in China I, I think
1: okay
0: you know I think the way it works is you can only borrow to buy one house, like to get a, a, like you need like 20% to get one house. But if you want to buy a second one, you need like 80% deposit as as a down payment to get the second house. So, uh, and that's why, um, you know, there's a lot of foreign investment in Australia because there is no, that, that that rule doesn't exist. Um, So, you know, maybe it's that situation, but, as soon as you say he'll be paid back eventually, I'm like hell no. <laughs> and then a thousand dollars
1: a month for ten thousand dollars. So you telling me you don't even know if I'm gonna be paid back in within the year in the ten months? Yeah. Oh well, I don't know, but eventually, like, wait, you said a thousand a month, like, and then that's that's crazy, like,
0: a thousand dollars a month eventually. So what in ten years' time?
1: Right. So if, I'm paying a thousand a year. Yeah. Yeah. Ten thousand yeah. ten years. I'll give you your money back.
0: Like, why so you get a thousand in January this year, and next year you're gonna wake your February to get another thousand. Yep. So you know, you need to get it back in 10 months, but it's gonna be one month every year. Man,
1: that's crazy. And then, like, so
0: my thing is is I think
1: he was right in saying no. Okay. Um, first off, his wife didn't need the money, okay, to do something with. Uh, her brother needed the money, and he said. He don't even think they really that close. Okay. And if he's, even if he's wrong and they're close, they're thick as thieves, right? Which for him to say that, I don't think they are, you know what I'm saying? But even if they were, he has the right to say, no, like you want me to use my bonus that I got from work, right? To give your brother money to buy a house and he needs $10,000, like what kind of house is he buying in China for ten thousand dollars? Like, are the houses that damn cheap?
0: I got no idea. I've never looked me at neither. buying some real estate in China.
1: Me, me neither, but I'm assuming you buying a damn garage for ten thousand dollars.
0: Single garage, yeah.
1: Shit, because I I watch a lot of uh house shows. Right, my one of my favorite shows. <coughs> excuse me, on HGTV is House Hunters. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they always do, like, they do a regular House Hunters and then a House Hunters International. And I love watching these shows, you know? Because, like, I get to see different culture, how they live, you know? And one of the couples was going to China to live, right? And they wanted to live kind of, like, how, you know, uh, how they live in China. Like, you know, they had the, like, real, real low dining room table where they had to, you know, sit uh, Indian-style, or I'm sorry, crisscross applesauce, what the kids say um at the table to eat which I would never be able to do my knees too bad but like the rent was still like $5,000 American money mm. a month so that's what i'm saying like $10,000 what is he trying to buy yeah like that's uh, crazy
0: i think i think carol's right in setting him up for a divorce <laughs> um exactly yeah you know i think also Again, this comes back to communication. He's probably yeah, got right. earmarked in his mind. Okay, I'm getting this much. I'm going to spend it on paying some bills, paying paying off a car loan, like a car right. note, um, putting some money on a mortgage. But paying she's coming, our mortgage down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's you know it's the same thing with self care. You've got to look after yourself before you can look after others. Yeah, absolutely. So let's spend that money on us before we look at giving it to someone else.
1: Yeah, we can go on vacation. You know, right. go to an island and, and and do it up and spend you know eight thousand for a nice week vacation and you know some Caribbean island with beautiful crystal clear water and the best, you know, resort, uh you know, a hotel for us, you know. But she wants to give her brother ten thousand dollars, like and then she don't even know when he's gonna get paid back. That's mm. that's the part I have a problem with. You know, that's yeah. the I think that's the biggest. Uh, detail of the story she doesn't even know when the brother is paying them
0: back like so what well, it, it even sounds like she's gonna be paying him back not the brother exactly right yeah i i just
1: i don't know like because i know on reddit they always do this like you know am i the asshole and they put the story up and you know, have other people, you know, decide are they an asshole. He's not the asshole in this. I would say the wife no. is the asshole in this fa- fixing her motherfucking mouth to ask for $10,000 to get her brother. Like, she could have like... a
0: small amount of money either.
1: It's not a small amount of money in nobody's currency. Shit. Like, yeah. I would rather her ask for a new wedding band than to ask for $10,000 to give to her brother and on the hopes of eventually getting paid back. Like she should nah. what she should have did is just, I want to buy a new ring, and then took the money and gave it to the brother. <laughs> but he didn't ask the ask her where the ring at, you know, or something, but
0: again, so tell us she's dreaming.
1: She <laughs> Yeah, Carol said always take care, care of home first. Absolutely. Absolutely right. right. Absolutely right. You gotta take care of home base first. You got to. Brett, would you do that if your wife came to you and, and was like, hey, um, can I borrow ten thousand dollars? And I mean, and it's only the this I've never asked for anything like this before. <laughs> but can well, I borrow ten thousand dollars to give my brother? The money so he can buy a house in China?
0: Well, I think it comes down to how each couple manages their money. Um, you know, some some couples have separate bank accounts for everything, um, where some have joint bank accounts for everything. So if it's coming out of her money, it's not really an issue. But if it's coming True. out of a joint account, then, yeah, well, let's have a chat about it. Um, would I do it? Probably not.
1: Oh wait, wait, wait. You said properly, So there's a there's a slim chance. There's like a two percent chance that you would do it.
0: Uh, I'd say less than that, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said less than two percent.
0: <laughs> but it, it, it comes down to the situation. Do I do like do I need the money, or is it possible that I could get by without the money? Um everyone's situation is gonna be different,
1: right? right At the yeah, moment, hell so. no. All right. That's true. And then like, like you said, that was a key point. Like, can I get by without that money?
0: Yeah. Um, because
1: there's a rule, like, don't let nobody borrow nothing that you can't live without. Yeah. Knowing that you might not get paid back, you know, I mean, you might've you might might just paid a fee to get this person out of your life, you know, for the rest of your life. But, uh, that $10,000 is not a number that, you know. Like, I mean, if they was if it was like Jay-Z and Beyonce, I mean, okay, yeah. You
0: know, twenty. Ten grand's pocket money, isn't it?
1: Fifty thousand is like five bucks to them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. ten grand is like a ten grand is like a dollar to them. But yeah, any other person, ten grand is ten grand, you know? Mm. So I don't think I'm willing to pay ten thousand dollars to get somebody's brother, like, you know, my my, <laughs> my brother in law out of my life for the rest of my life. Like, nah, that's not nah. Cause like I'm I'm not gonna give you ten thousand dollars even if I'm even if I'm a millionaire I'm like I'm not about to just give you ten thousand dollars no uh-uh now yeah,
0: it's if
1: you want investment plan you know what I'm saying and a business plan you want me to invest in something I think about it you know I really think about it you know what I'm saying see what the return on investment is and all that good shit then I might help you out but just giving you money and hoping you pay me back nah bruh nope not gonna
0: happen it's It's like um, there's a story going around of a rich bloke here in Australia who his kids would come to him and say, you know, can I have $5,000? And his response was, show me a business plan. What you want to do with with the money. Plan it out. If I think it's a good deal, you'll get the money. If not, you won't. So, yeah, have that plan of what's going to go. And even if it's, you know, the plan might be what goes, what happens if the plan goes wrong? Right. Well, it's still planned.
1: Yep. Still planned.
0: Yeah. Get it in writing, get a plan. Let's follow the plan.
1: Yep. Cause then at that time, then I can be like, okay, you came with the business plan. It wasn't great, but then you had a plan just in case you failed.
0: Yeah. yeah, Let's face it. Most businesses fail.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I I got you like, here we go. I'll make the investment. You know what I'm saying? It might be a bad investment or it might be a great investment, but you did the due diligence on mm. making the plan, making sure, you know, you had a plan just in case it didn't work. I got you. Yeah, because I'm not. But also what,
0: also what that does that. is that takes time for you to not think about the money, but think about a plan of getting it done. You're right. not thinking about the money and you're going, okay, do I really need the money?
1: Right. It's
0: right. like that sleeping, you're sleeping on it sort of thing.
1: True. Absolutely. Yeah. That's crazy. So uh, let, let's put uh, let, let's read it a little bit. Another part of this article it says uh, the couple currently share bills uh, with the husband paying about seventy five percent of everything. That's not sharing. If he... <coughs> who's doing math in this place? Like KT would be because she a math teacher. She would be flipping her shit. Like you, if you currently share the bills, you're sharing the bills. Seventy five percent is not sharing any bill. Right. Right. But okay. say uh, he paying uh, about 75 percent everything uh, since he earns more. After expressing his concerns, his wife decided to loan the brother the money. She told her husband she could no longer rely on him for financial aid. She is now upset and not talking to him, refusing to even discuss the matter further. That's laughable. That is
0: laughable. It is. But it it comes down to, um, like, I I read something the other day that's talking about how the way that women see men is for that financial stability Um, and that the majority of, well, not the majority, but a large proportion of divorces are triggered after the husband loses the job. Because then he's no longer seen as being able to provide for the family. Right? She's not. She's not safe in her own mind because there's no money coming in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Carol say laughing my ass off. Yes, it is. It's what we agreed on. (laughs) For about the seventy five percent. Oh, that's hilarious. But yes, like most divorces, the top, like top five. Yes, financial financial is definitely one of the top reasons for of divorce, financial yeah. and then cheating, like Ooh. cheating is after finances, like that's fucking nuts, like finances then cheating, like that's crazy, like that's like the order of top divorces, like one and two, but yeah, man, like it's uh, like I don't, and then so she took her own money because they, of course, like you said have two separate bank accounts. Um they shared the bills and him paying 75% of the bills. So she took her own money and that's my thing. If you got your own money, right? And you got 10,000, right? And you comfortable with getting rid of 10,000 and not getting paid back, why the fuck you ask me anyway?
0: Yeah. Why bring it up and start an argument when you could have done it yourself?
1: Like, why bring it up? Now you don't want to talk to me and you don't want to bring the shit up no more. But you you walking around our house where I'm paying 75% <laughs> and you don't want to talk to me. Like, wait, that don't make no sense. So when they go to bed at night, like they don't even sleep in the same room anymore because she don't want to talk to him because he didn't want to give her brother ten thousand dollars. Like, come on, you gotta learn how to fight your battles. Like, and that is not a battle that should be fought between anybody. Like, no.
0: And, then, no. you know, this is, this is a big argument for having a written budget and a plan of how money's coming in, how money's going out. Um, you know, if it's something that's coming up in, you know, 12 months' time, can we plan for it rather mm-hmm. than just do it, oh, it's coming up now, we've got to do it? Because that's when people go and have these arguments or go into – you know, go and get a credit card to to fix a, a flat tire, right? When you know, if you had a budget and plan for it, then you know you're not having these extra stress to come up with the money.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's the thing because, like, like you said, budget it out. You know what I'm saying? Because if yeah. we got it, let's let's do it. Like, we got yeah. it. All right. Well, all right. Let's let's talk about it. All right. Whatever. Let's let's go half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's actually share this, you know, like we supposed to be sharing the bills and I ain't doing 75%. We can go half. I'll give you five. You take your five and we help your brother out. But this is the thing, like planning it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let's take a year or whatever, because what, what did he wake up that day and be like, Hey, I need $10,000. I'm about to buy this house. No, motherfucker, yeah. you knew you wanted to buy a house. So why are you just now saying something? Yeah. You know, so and then where his significant other at, or where his job at? Where mm. all he need is ten thousand dollars to buy a house? Because like again, you ain't buying no motherfucking house nowhere for ten thousand dollars. Well, it's a couple places, but you got to do way more than ten thousand dollars in renovation to yeah. make the house worth something. So I, you can buy a house for ten thousand dollars, but you putting at least. 70 50 to a hundred thousand into the house to prevent re- it re- re- uh renovate yeah you know what i'm saying i'm talking too fast right now to get it to where it's a house but you ain't just buying a house you can live in for no ten thousand dollars no no unless it's like a jail cell you know two cots in there and a uh a, a toilet with the sink above the toilet <laughs> that's it yeah, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, we got another crazy one, man. It is that time for my favorite subject of the podcast. Crazy, funny, fucked up news. Yeah. Oh, man, this is like my favorite subject of the evening, all the time. Every Monday, this is my favorite one. And we got a doozy for you. We have a doozy for you. Listen to this headline. White college student says she hopes all black guys die after her black boyfriend didn't text her back.
0: He's lucky. Run away.
1: He better never, ever, ever Text that motherfucker. Like, he shouldn't even have sex with this crazy bitch like that.
0: Run, dude. Run.
1: Woo! She said all oh, after her black boyfriend didn't text her back. All right. So here we go. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, white girl says she hopes all black guys die after breakup. In this day and age, people are being increasingly open with their cruelty. It's not just what people are saying, it's what they're doing. People are acting out of simple emotions and destroying lives. In addition, many people are actively taking lives, right? At the University of Wisconsin, go figure, uh, there is a white female student who had received a lot of an attention. Uh, she posted a tearful video rant where she said, among other things, that she wants all black man to suffer and die. Apparently, this young woman was uh, romantically involved with a black man. Like all relationships, this one had its fair share of problems. Clearly, this young woman was on the receiving end of these problems. So like most people do, she had an emotional reaction. However, where the line is crossed is when she brings race into it. Not only did this young woman put every black man in the same category. She also condemned all black men to the same fate due to her anger. Uh, The videos of this young woman ranting about black men have gone viral. After all, she did say she wanted all black men to go back to picking cotton. In addition, she says she wanted them to work until they died. After that, she posted the videos as a result. People are now demanding she answer for things she said. Furthermore, they are beginning to put pressure on the University of Wisconsin to expel this woman. Woo shit! Like, oh my gosh! Like like, oh my gosh. So basically, she's a college student, right? Found this dude, right? Don't even matter what color he is. Found this dude. Probably had sex after the party. And he dicked her down where she fell in love instantly. Instantly. Right? Probably made her do something she ain't never do before, right? And she got mad because he ain't text her back. And she thought it was over because he didn't text her back. Like, you a college student. You know what I mean? People go through several different relationships during college. Like, bitch, go find another black dude to make this dude jealous. Like, I I don't understand how people can just automatically go straight to, I hope he dies. But all people that look like him die. And then, then to put the icing on the cake, she said she wants all black men to go back to picking cotton. Bitch, I ain't never picked a piece of cotton in my motherfucking life. And I'm definitely not about to pick no cotton just because this little college hurt feelings ass bitch because she got dicked down and he don't want to mess with her no more. I'm definitely not, what, 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 what? go back to pick. Motherfucker. I ain't never went. I ain't never picked no cotton. So what you mean go back? She should know her history to know like 95% of the black people alive right now have never picked cotton a day in their damn life. What you mean go back to picking cotton? This is this crazy, man. Crazy. Brett, talk to me, man.
0: Uh, I think he's lucky. He He needs to run run away and never return.
1: He definitely dodged the bullet by not messing with this. He dodged the bullet by not texting her ass back, and she showed her true fucking colors. But she wasn't talking about he need to go back to picking cotton when she was sucking and slobbing on it. I bet you she wasn't saying all that when she was slobbing him down, right? What you think, Brett?
0: I, I, I I think he's definitely dodged a bullet.
1: <laughs> she couldn't talk all that shit when her mouth was full, right? Like, let's unless she let's unless she really got skills. She couldn't talk at all while her mouth was full, but now she mad because she couldn't get a call back. Like, come on, like a respond to a text. Like not even a call, a text. Woo, man. Mm-mm-mm. These people are crazy. Carol said he got he got the coochie and dumped her. Now she mad because he used her girl body. Right. Like, what do you mean? You in college. It's gonna happen. Then she also said, boom, she bobbed for hours. <laughs> oh shit. You roll on the floor. I that one. Oh my gosh! Like, cause oh my gosh, Brett. What was she thinking, man? I
0: don't think she was.
1: No, she wasn't. She was. Digma- <laughs> she was definitely digmatized and got hypnotized, and then got mad and angry, and then went back to her. Like, like, wait, what? Cause first off. If she was really this racist, like her reaction, right? Her reaction, the reaction part, right? If she was really that racist, she would have never fucked a black dude. Yeah. She never would. Because, all right, I'll put this out there. I done messed with a white girl that was mad at her parents because they was racist and fucked a black dude, but she wasn't racist, so she did it to get back at them because they was racist. So this is not even an example for her because there's no way she's this racist because she proved it with her comments Hmm. that she would ever, you know what I'm saying, sleep with a black dude. She literally was just hurt. Her feelings was hurt. So she tried to think of the most hateful thing she could say to justify her being mad because... She didn't receive a simple text message back. <laughs> oh shit! A text message, man. Oh my gosh! Woo! He he, Brett, like you said, he dodged the bullet. Yeah, he yep. dodged the big like. That's like got to be like an M sixteen, my rifle bullet. Like that's a big ass bullet that dies right there. He. He he definitely Keanu Reeves matrix <laughs> matrix. He definitely just yeah, yeah, cuz whoo, she crazy. She crazy. I bet you it was probably good though, because she that crazy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know what's wrong with people these days. And then, yes. So I would be outraged and I would be like, hey, Wisconsin, like, uh, you letting your students do all this hatred and you still letting them go to your campus? Like, uh, you know, you got it. You really got an answer for this one because something needs to be done with that. And then like, she, she did this and the crazy part about it is like, a lot of people go to social media to vent, right? but then go viral and make themselves look dumb as fuck. Mm -hmm. So now you got all these people that don't know you personally, right? But if they ever was to see you, they know who you are, but you don't know who they are. So when they come up and knock your head off your shoulders, you're going to be like, well, why did that happen?
0: Mm. Yeah. And let's face it, in today's world, we need more people to be coming together and not yeah. separating everyone. Let's, let, you know, we're all going through the same shit. All let's of us help each other out.
1: All of us. We all going through the same shit. Like all she had to do was hit me up. I could have hooked her up with a young dude. Like he would, have, you know, beat <laughs> the brakes off of it. You know what I'm saying? Helped her out. You know, you know she falling in love in college too early. You don't fall in love in college like that. Like you know. Go to the parties, have some fun, mess with the frat boys. You know what I'm saying? You know. I mean, you know, she don't know. She might like girls next year. She don't know. How she don't get Maybe. that bad. <laughs> How she go get that bad? Oh shit, Carol gonna say, I'm done with you. I can't help it, man. Cause like these crazy, funny, fucked up news stories. I can't make this shit up, y'all it writes itself man it writes itself It's just comical at its finest man like I can't even I can't write this shit this shit is hilarious Shit's hilarious Brett I can't even write that shit that good
0: (laughs) and like the the amount of craziness seems to be getting more and more every week it's like you know what can we top from last week let's let's come up with something but you know all it's doing is making you look bad and as you said people are going to social media putting things on social media that should be private exactly let's keep stuff private there's there's no it's like there's no filter of what's private and what's public
1: nothing like no filter at all
0: yeah yeah some Man. things just shouldn't be said and that's one of them
1: that is one of them especially in in and then to be mad because they ain't text you back, like, come on, man, a simple text back, like that's all you wanted was a text back, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Let me
1: call. Her, let me find where this motherfucker at and tell him, hey, text that bitch back because she crazy.
0: Don't, don't say her, you gonna hook up crazy. with her again.
1: Just, just, just respond to her text message.
0: Maybe don't text her back because she's crazy.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm hope, I hope she don't come up with nothing, cause then she gonna be like, I got I got chlamydia, and I'm mad. So I hope all like, all, like, like so. What if the next dude that mess with her, right? Hypothetically, next dude, frat guy, he's he's from Gamma Row, you know, white dude, dick her down. Don't text her back. What's she gonna say? She hope all white people go back to picking cotton. Like, what the fuck? What's she gonna say? You got nothing. She, what's she going to say? And then if he give her something, like he gave me the clap. I hope all white guys go and get their dicks cut off or something. Like what's she's going to say? I'm lost.
0: Oh, no idea. God.
1: Oh, my gosh. These people are nuts. And that's why it's a segment called <laughs> Crazy, Funny, Fucked up news, yeah. Because I, I, swear I can't make this shit up, man. I just be finding these damn stories, and I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I got to talk about this on the podcast. And they, oh, I'll, I'll never run out of, I'll never run out of stories for crazy, funny, fucked nah. up news. <laughs> never, not once. Not one just time. Them out. Not one time, man. Oh my gosh. Brett, man. Brett Sam's man. Thank you for coming on the couch, brother. Man, I really, really, really enjoyed our time together, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate thank you. you. Man, appreciate you. Before we get up out of here, man, give everybody your social your social medias. I go ahead and put this website up on the on the screen, but go on ahead and give all your social media. So our Spotify listeners and our other listeners can, you know, know where to find, you know, where to find the book, you know, know how to, you know, keep in touch, all that good stuff.
0: So the website is selfcarezone.gumroad.com. From there, you can get the book, the self-care assessment. That's free. I recommend you do it. Um, And keep an eye out for the course that's coming as well. social medias it's the self-care zone um tick tock clapper instagram facebook uh and threads are you on threads now how
1: how yeah. is i keep telling i keep hearing about people going on thread like again i'm gonna be late like i was the TikTok. i'm be late of course but how how is thread is it like it, 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 I heard it's like Twitter
0: almost. Is it right? Well, I, ne- I never had Twitter, so I can't compare it. But from what oh, I well, understand, you, didn't, you didn't miss nothing. Yeah, from what I understand, it's basically Meta's version of Twitter. Um okay. And there's a few issues that have come up in the terms and conditions. Um, apparently, you need to give Meta full access to your health records and everything as well. What so I'm yeah, not. yeah, people are not jumping on it for, just for that reason.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and the only way to get to delete your threads account is to delete your Instagram account. And Ooh. no one's no one's gonna do that.
1: No one's gonna get rid of Instagram to get rid no. of thread. Yeah. No. All right. Well,
0: so you know, each to their own. If you want to do it, then go ahead. If not, then it's up to you. All right. And it's all under the self-care zone.
1: Uh yeah. All right. Right. Make sure you check them out, couchers. Make sure you check them out. I'm telling you. Yes. (laughs) Hold on. Here we go. Uh, She said, appreciate you, Brett. Thank you. Yeah. And then she also said, uh, it's like Twitter. Okay. I thought so. And then she said, wow. I
0: think she was talking about the medical records. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about giving medical records to. uh, I think social media. Well, it's not just social media, it's big companies. Yeah. Any big company.
1: Yeah. So did you get on before they asked for your medical records
0: no no i i, I found out two days after i joined up but oh two it,
1: days after okay
0: yeah but it, it's linked to my um the the self-care zone instagram page so if i want to get rid of it it's not a huge issue
1: no that's true that is that is true you can get rid of it start over and just put yeah. self-care zone <laughs> yeah. yeah take out d or you can yeah. even put d-a duh Self care yeah. is on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There you go. Carol said I deleted the app; thought it was boring. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> there's a um, a big social media guy going around talking about how if you don't have a business or not producing content, there's really no point in getting threads. Okay. So you know he knows what he's doing. He he talks about social media all the time. So nice, nice. Nice.
1: And y'all know how to find me, all that good shit. Just follow the page, Just Therapy, the podcast on uh, Facebook and YouTube. On um, Instagram, it's Just Therapy Pod. You can also email us. I don't know why I keep saying us. Because me and Just Therapy is more than one person. It's just me and Just Therapy. It's like two people, even though Just Therapy is not a real person. So I always say us. You can email us. <laughs> at justtherapypod at gmail.com. But I'm telling you, I take all the emails. You can send questions. You can send comments. You can send crazy, funny, fucked up news. You can send regular stories you want me to talk about on the podcast. Believe me, I will talk about them. Uh, You already know the best interactive podcast out. And I'm self proclaiming that. Y'all know I say that pretty much every week. So make sure you keep checking in with us. And I appreciate y'all being here on the couch with us for this therapy session man and since you already know how the podcast go man brett you already know man you said you didn't listen to a couple episodes so you know what's coming man the close, something you can ponder on until the next time you see us live on facebook or youtube or hear us on spotify something you can ponder on yeah so we're gonna have this close i'm gonna read it and then you go break it down in your terms i'm ready for this breakdown brother this, this has been a great episode man again thank you so much for coming on the episode man definitely enjoyed you man definitely enjoyed you and we gonna keep in touch because i want to come out to australia and uh get some pulled pork from you and uh, <laughs> enjoy enjoy that winter weather in Je- uh, in july where it's only like fifty five degrees in wintertime, I will take it that's like Cali. Matt,
0: you're welcome. Let's go. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. I hey, I I got my passport. I'm going. I I, I keep telling my girlfriend to get her damn passport, uh, but she better hurry up because I'm I'm going. When I get the money, I'm going. Shit, let's go because I I, I want to mess with Cali. I want to mess. I just want to see a kangaroo. I want to get my ass whooped by no kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the <laughs> all right here we go uh let's go here we go this this is this is the close for the night. standing alone is better than being around people who don't value you. ooh, I like that one. yeah, we'll do it one more time. Standing alone is better than being around people who don't value you, man. That's a good one to break down there, Brett. Break it down for us, and we'll get up out of here.
0: Yeah, so um, you know, a lot of times you you might have an idea, you share it with your mum, your family, and they're all against it. But if you hadn't have shared it, you're just going to run with it, and and you know who knows where you're going to end up. So you're better off to just you know do it by yourself and keep everything to close to your chest, and then come up for air in six months and they're going to go, oh shit, what's he done? Well, you know, how's this, how how's it affected me by them not telling me Then they're, they're not going to know. The yeah. only thing that's going to happen is that you're going to make some progress in your life. Nice.
1: There you go, there you go. My guy, I'm going to start calling you the self-care guru, man. I'm I'm going to give you that title, man. Take it. I'll take (laughs) it. Hey, Couchers, make sure you check out his website. Please check out his website. Uh, I'll throw it in the chat one more time. And when I get to it, I'm almost there. There we go. Selfcarezone.gumroad.com. Please check out his website. Check out his book. I'm telling you, I'm going to start reading it today. Uh, on my 15-minute walk, I'm about to take right now after this motherfucking podcast, because it's nice outside. I mean, yeah. I'm self-carrying, man. I'm going to walk around the little block real quick, come back home and relax, watch an episode of Wu-Tang, and then take call in the night, baby. But Brett, once again, man, hey, thank you so much for coming on the couch, man. Definitely enjoyed this episode. Definitely enjoyed you, We'll definitely keep in touch, man. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here?
0: Man, I just hope this, um, you know, what we've discussed is helpful for, for at least one person and can make an improvement in their life. So thanks for the opportunity, and no doubt we'll be in talk, uh, in touch soon. Hey, sounds good, Brett. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. All right, couches. Thank you
1: once again. Hey, because one thing you can never get back is time, and I thank you for spending your time with us. Another episode of Just Therapy the podcast in the books we'll see you next week god willing i'm your host sb and we out i'm sending this home baby all right brett thanks brother appreciate you man thank you m-i-c-a-h beats welcome 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 to just therapy talk about life with a comedy twist with your host comedian Sean Boyd Antonio Ferguson and Miss KT we talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. so sit back relax and enjoy the therapy session man this be dope make a motherfucker want to rap I can't rap man hold on, here we go i can't rap i really can't but come sit down on the couch with us man i can't rap come to the couch enjoy the show let's go